The modern world is about to pass a temperature peak dating back for millions of years because CO2 levels have already passed an ancient record. Meanwhile, climate change is speeding up and among its impacts is a setback for efforts to feed the world. Hunger is growing again. This report is by veteran journalists Tim Radford and Alex Kirby of the Climate News Network from London, April 8th and March 29, 2019. German scientists have confirmed once again that carbon dioxide is reaching concentrations unprecedented on any human timescale, with CO2 levels in the atmosphere already higher than they have been for at least 3 million years. And their computer simulations, backed up by analysis of ocean sediments that tell a tale of changing temperatures and greenhouse gas levels, show that before the centuries close, the world will become warmer than at any time in the last 3 million years. The last time planetary temperatures reached a level higher than the target set by the 195 nations in Paris in December 2015 was during a bygone geological period, the Pliocene. Matteo Willet of the Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research commented, quote, it seems we are now pushing our home planet beyond any climatic conditions experienced during the entire current geological period, the Quaternary. Our results imply a strong sensitivity of the Earth system to relatively small changes in atmospheric CO2. As fascinating as this is, it is also worrying, end quote. He and his colleagues report in the journal Science Advances that they made a numerical model of all of the astronomical and geological data available for the last few million years and fed in algorithms to represent the physics and chemistry of planet Earth. So they had a simulation of a rocky planet complete with active volcanoes that emit carbon dioxide with their magma on a journey many times around a slowly changing elliptical orbit that subtly changed the levels of sunshine that slammed into the rocks, oceans, and forests. Patterns of change called the Milankovitch cycles long implicated in periodic shifts in planetary climate. They also fed in data about sediments in the high latitudes, important because ice sheets advance more easily over gravel than bedrock, and atmospheric dust from such attrition makes ice surfaces darker and more vulnerable to melting. The result? Confirmation of one thing already observed and another much feared. At a time in the astronomical cycle when Earthlings might expect a slow return of the ice ages, human action over the last two centuries, the profligate combustion of fossil fuels that emit greenhouse gases, the wholesale clearance of the great forests that absorb atmospheric carbon has already lifted carbon dioxide ratios from a long-term average of around 280 parts per million to more than 400 parts per million. Human action has also raised long-term average planetary temperatures by a whole degree Celsius, with more warming on the way. A new ice age seems increasingly unlikely, and other researchers have already pointed to the Pliocene data 
as a soon-to-be-expected record. Entirely different studies have shown the world to be on a course to exceed the 2 degrees Celsius limit, so the research confirms other findings and delivers a test of the reliability of evidence from the past. It also backs up the value of simulation as an increasingly reliable form of climate forecasting. Dr. Willite said, quote, we know from the analysis of sentiments on the bottom of our seas about past ocean temperatures and ice volumes, but so far the role of CO2 in shaping the glacial cycles has not been fully understood, end quote. He also added, quote, it is a breakthrough that we can now show in computer simulations that changes in CO2 levels were a main driver of the ice ages, together with variations of how the Earth orbits around the sun, the so-called Milankovitch cycles. These are actually not just simulations. We compared our results with hard data from the deep sea, and they proved to be in good agreement. Our results imply a strong sensitivity of the Earth's system to relatively small changes in atmospheric CO2. As fascinating as this is, it is also worrying, end quote. Rapidly warming planet and rising CO2 levels have consequences, including a concern about feeding growing populations. The global threat of hunger is growing again after years of progress in reducing it, the United Nations says, because of the effects of climate change. It says this is just one aspect of a wider acceleration in the pace of the changes wrought by the world's unremitting consumption of fossil fuels and the consequential rise in global temperatures. The evidence that hunger and malnutrition are once again on the rise is published in a new report from the World Meteorological Organization, the WMO, on the state of the global climate in 2018. The report, drawing on material from scientists, UN agencies, and countries' own meteorological services, says the physical signs and the impacts of climate change are speeding up as record greenhouse gas concentrations drive global temperatures towards increasingly dangerous levels. Highlighting record sea level rise and exceptionally high land and ocean temperatures over the past four years, the report warns that this warming trend has lasted since the start of this century and is expected to continue. Carbon dioxide levels, which were at 357.0 parts per million, when the first statement in the series was published in 1994, keep rising to 405.5 parts per million in 2017. Greenhouse gas concentrations for 2018 and 2019 are expected to show a further increase. The start of 2019 has seen warm record daily winter temperatures in Europe, unusual cold in North America, and searing heat waves in Australia. Arctic and Antarctic ice extent is yet again well below average. In a statement, the UN Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, writes that the data released in the report, quote, give cause for great concern. The past four years were the warmest on record, with the global average surface temperature in 2018 
approximately one degree Celsius above the pre-industrial baseline. There is no longer any time for delay, end quote. WMO Secretary General Pateri Talis says, quote, key findings of this statement include the striking consecutive record warming recorded from 2015 through 2018, the continuous upward trend in the atmospheric concentrations of the major greenhouse gases, the increasing rate of sea level rise, and the loss of sea ice in both northern and southern polar regions, end quote. One particular concern highlighted is food security. In the words of the report, quote, exposure of the agriculture sector to climate extremes is threatening to reverse gains made in ending malnutrition. New evidence shows a continuing rise in world hunger after a prolonged decline, according to data compiled by UN agencies, including the Food and Agriculture Organization, the FAO, and the World Food Program. Quote, in 2017, the number of undernourished people was estimated to have increased to 821 million, partly due to severe droughts associated with the strong El Nino of 2015 and 2016, end quote. The FAO says the absolute number of undernourished people those facing chronic food deprivation reached nearly 821 million in 2017 from around 804 million in 2016. The WMO report also singles out the plight of those forced by climate change to leave their homes and become refugees, either within their own countries or abroad. Out of 17.7 million people classified as internally displaced persons, tracked by the International Organization for Migration, it says by September 2018, over 2 million people had been displaced by disasters linked to weather and climate events. According to the UN Refugee Agency's Protection and Return Monitoring Network, about 883,000 new internal displacements were recorded between January and December 2018 of which 32% were associated with flooding and 29% with drought. Hundreds of thousands of Rohingya refugees were affected by what the UN calls secondary displacement, caused by extreme events, heavy rain, flooding, and landslides. The WMO also expresses concern about a range of impacts of climate change on the global environment, including reduced levels of oxygen in the ocean, since the middle of the last century, there has been an estimated 1 to 2 percent decrease in the amount of oxygen in the world's oceans, according to UNESCO's Intergovernmental Oceanographic Commission. In the past decade, the oceans have absorbed around 30 percent of CO2 emissions of human origin. Absorbed CO2 reacts with seawater and changes the pH of the oceans. This process, known as ocean acidification, can affect the ability of marine organisms, such as mollusks and reef-building corals, to build and maintain shells and skeletal material. Observations in the open ocean over the last 30 years have shown a clear trend of decreasing pH. In line with previous reports and projections, ocean acidification is ongoing 
and the global pH levels continue to decrease, according to UNESCO. One recent report suggested possible alarming future impacts. Tim Radford, a founding editor of the Climate News Network, worked for The Guardian for 32 years and most of that time as science editor. He has been covering climate change since 1988. Alex Kirby is a former BBC journalist and environment correspondent. The Climate News Network is a free and objective service publishing a daily news story on climate and energy issues. It's run by four volunteers all veteran journalists who have covered climate change for many years for international newspapers and broadcasters. By making a pledge through Patreon to the Climate News Network, you will be contributing to the costs that enable the journalists to keep on publishing their daily stories and providing training to journalists where they need it most. The goal is to become sustainable so that the Climate News Network can employ an editor to oversee the writing and publishing of articles and so that it can concentrate on expanding the network's reach among those who need it. Any contribution, no matter how small, will be hugely important. To make a donation, become a patron at climatenewsnetwork.net. Thank you for your generosity. This podcast was produced by Climate Monitor. Please tell your friends and colleagues about it, and please join us next time.